Hello, I'm John Kenny, the Relationship Guy, and Relationship Coach, helping people to create healthy, intimate relationships. Welcome to the show, the show where we talk about all things relationships with a mix of my own relationship ramblings and some great guests from all walks of life who will be discussing the importance of relationships to them. Hello, so I was talking to a client the other day about how uncomfortable they feel when they are being hugged or when they meet someone who insists on just maybe giving them a kiss on the cheek when they meet up. There are many reasons why people find physical closeness uncomfortable, generally from shutting down, pushing people away based on difficult earlier relationship experiences where touch could have been a negative thing or was given and then removed or maybe just not given at all. And that's led them to needing to keep their space safe from other people. It's also been noted that neurodiverse people also report an aversion to touch, um, okay, the way their brain interprets that information. And not not that it's wrong to have your own personal space, but when these people are your close loved ones, then it can lead to issues in connection and building the closeness that makes you feel secure. One of the reasons that allowing people to be closer to you is because of the significance of human touch itself. We saw a fallout of this for some people during the pandemic when we weren't supposed to get close to anyone. Um, And we know it was harder for some people to follow these rules than it was for others. Uh, but an aside, that is, uh, why is touch so important? Well, it's through touch that we can experience the deepest forms of human connection, intimacy and trust. Uh, and that's just some of the reasons why people will find it hard to engage with it in the first place. Your skin is your largest organ on your body and it sends sensations of touch to your brain, whether those sensations be good, bad, positive or negative. There are scientific and medical reasons behind all of this and research demonstrating the need for human touch is vast. It plays a crucial role in our development, social connections, communication, reducing the feelings of loneliness, uh, pain relief, and your overall health and well-being. I have talked about uh, attachment styles work uh, in my workshops and in, in podcasts and on blogs, etc. And infants literally have been shown not to survive without human touch, and it really affects their attachment style. Skin-to-skin contact in the first hours of birth regulate an infant's heart rate, breathing, and it decreases crying. Oxytocin is released in the mother, that's your bonding hormone, plus other hormones that promote relaxation. Studies have been shown that if an infant is fed and watered but physical touch is removed, then they struggle to feel secure and they can shut down mentally and emotionally increases stress and depression in later life, as well as having negative effects on physical health, um, such as immune system diseases, their mental health, and when it comes to neuron development. So their neuron development in their brain is hindered by the lack of connection. 
So touch can provide solace and comfort uh, in times of grief, uh, trauma and illness. And I've had clients in the past who only ever received physical attention from their parents when they were ill. And so as adults, they can feign illness in order to recreate this type of bonding experience. But in some cases, this illness is also real. They manifest illness in order to receive some kind of attention. Uh, a study that I've discussed in my workshops uh, is one where they put people into an MRI machine and noted the impacts of being told that they were going to be given an electric shock. The shock wasn't administered, they were just told that it was going to be. And having their hand held, even by a stranger, lowered the stress response significantly in the brain when compared to no one holding their hand at all. It has even been shown to help those with borderline personality disorder in lowering the severity of their symptoms when they're triggered. Hugging is a very important act when it comes to human contact. Would you believe that even hugging yourself can lower your stress levels and reduce the amount of cortisol release, your stress hormone, into your body? One study of women found that receiving more hugs from their partners led to lower heart rates and a reduction in blood pressure. The length of a hug and how heartfelt it is, is also very important. It has been suggested that once a, lug, a, lug, a hug lasts longer than five seconds, it begins to create a connection between you. So if you want to keep it light, hug for less. And if you want to build a bond that reaps the full benefits, then um, five seconds is the minimum. So just be aware of your own limit of comfortability. So when it can start to feel a bit awkward, um, the shall we let go now point. Um, but know that all round a regular hug is beneficial to your emotional, physical and mental well-being. Human touch is a powerful form of non-verbal communication. It allows you to convey a wide range of emotions um, like comfort, support, compassion and empathy without the need for words. And that's especially significant if your primary love language is physical touch. Think about a simple touch, a handshake, a pat on the back and how these can convey warmth, acceptance, compassion and understanding. Establishing social bonds, fostering connection and enhancing relationships and helping you to feel seen, heard and valued. Without touch from other living things, you can become uh, what is known as being touch starved or develop what's called skin hunger or touch deprivation. Something that can be common in the elderly uh, and those that live alone or don't socialise a great amount. Intimacy through touches in personal relationship helps to affirm and reaffirm bonds and sexual interaction connects at a level that some other physical touch just can't reach. That is why in some uh, people intimacy and sex are a no-go uh, to avoid connection and in other cases you can use sex as a makeup tool after a fallout to kind of re-establish connection or mistake sexual interactions as love due to the connections in the brain that it can create for you and the hormones that can be released, along with the psychological links that you can make to sexual acts themselves. 
There are other types of healing and therapeutic approaches that require touch and can help you to feel better if you believe that you are developing any kind of issues such as what I mentioned earlier on around the touch deprivation or if you are experiencing a lack of personal interactions. Massage therapy, physical therapy and other forms of hands-on techniques that can alleviate physical discomfort, promote relaxation, improve circulation and enhance recovery from any injuries. I mentioned oxytocin earlier and how it helps to create bonds between us. It can also help with positive thinking and a more optimistic outlook on your life. Other hormones are also released when we connect physically. Levels of dopamine and serotonin, which are uh, neurotransmitters that help to regulate your mood and relieve stress and anxiety. Uh, dopamine is also known as the pleasure hormone, and you may regularly do things to get a dopamine hit as it regulates the pleasure centers in your brain. So well, what you've listened to so far on, on while listening to this now, what questions have you asked yourself about uh, how much human touch you experience in your life? Do you get enough to feel connected, to trust, to feel secure with others, to feel good within yourself? Do you struggle, as some of my clients do, um, with engaging in human contact? Are you aware of your own levels of avoidance and tactics that you use to keep a physical and therefore an emotional distance? And why are they there? If you aren't getting enough physical touch, how can you introduce more of it into your life? Even if you're lucky enough to have people in your life where there is an openness to being closer, it may still not be enough for you to feel connected or reap the benefits that it can offer. It doesn't have to be with your significant other, uh, friends, family and even your pets, which have been shown to help with release of oxytocin, um, but you need to pet them for a little while, not just a quick scruff of the neck. Um, I've also mentioned massage as a way of increasing the levels that you can access um, touch. And this has been shown to have extensive benefits uh, with decreases in depression, increased attentiveness and enhanced immune systems. But maybe don't choose a sports massage or something that will go too deeply into your tissues. You might not get the same response. What about a manicure or a pedicure or other types of spa treatments? Uh, even a visit to the hairdresser. They might massage your scalp, for instance. Have you ever tried a weighted blanket? <sighs> yes, I know this isn't exactly human touch, but they have been seen to calm the nervous system in the same manner and could be an easy way um, if the thought of human closeness is maybe too much for you to consider right now. But when it does come to touch, consent is key. Don't think that it is so important that you will do uh, be doing someone a favour, uh, try and force them into a cuddle of, of some kind, um, or even that they will be obligated to offer it to you either when you are in need or that it's just a normal way of doing things. Understand that we all have our own levels of what's comfortable with different people, and asking if it's okay, such as, are you a hugger, for instance, should stop any possible miscommunication and any further issues. No one should ever be pressurised into feeling physically close to somebody else. 
especially children being forced to kiss and cuddle a relative that they don't want to. We all need to learn boundaries and have our boundaries respected and accepted and adhered to as often as possible. This may not go down well with Auntie Susan, but she will get over it. To conclude, human touch is recognised as highly significant and important in your daily life, with benefits to your emotional, mental and physical well-being. And you could even say it's essential to your overall well-being as a whole. Incorporate as often as possible into your daily life, being aware of respecting personal and cultural norms when it comes to touch and make it a positive and consensual experience. With this in mind, if you want to build deeper and more meaningful relationships, then physical touch is a good way to go. In the absence of the loved ones or friends, then look for other avenues like a pet or go get that manicure. Self-hug. Remember that that can help too. Maybe rubbing some moisturiser into your body or taking extra time to wash your hair or in my case, rubbing your scalp. Uh, anything you can do to get those good hormones flowing and make yourself feel better. If you think you, you would want or need some more help in creating closer bonds with others and would like to attract a more loving relationship into your life, then please do reach out and we can discuss it uh, in the utmost confidentiality. Just click on the link in the notes to my contact page on the website or just drop me an email at john at johnkinnycoaching.com. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe, follow and review the show. That is very much appreciated. And please do reach out if you would like to know more about how you can create healthy, intimate relationships in your life. I will leave you with this quote from Carl Bond. Although we can't go back and make a brand new start, we can start now and make a brand new ending. I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of The Relationship Guide.